Oftentimes there are things that we could change right now before we feel ready that are actually going to make us ready for that next level version of ourselves. Because ready is a lie. The only thing often stopping yourself from being your next level self is inner work, is what we believe we deserve or what we believe we are ready for. But if we step into our true self, our true north, you will soon realize... Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Hello, and welcome back to the Freedom Found Podcast, the go-to place for copywriters and online entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create more freedom in their lives and businesses. Today, we're diving into a topic that hits close to home for so many of us. This one's for all my copywriters out there who feel like they are always a bottleneck in their business and feel like they don't get enough of their own time, or you're just constantly overworking. And I hear this all the time, particularly on sales calls, where I'm sitting down with a copy or a content writer, and they are either working on projects one-on-one with clients and trying to squeeze in time to market their own business or do admin tasks, while others are already running their own small agency, but are stuck in so much of the daily grind of reviewing work, rewriting, revising, and managing the business that they feel more trapped now than when they were working on their own. Now, while this can happen with agencies, and I've been there, trust me, this is not how they are meant to work. So whether you are working and you're stuck in projects on your own with no time or filling everything in the nooks and crannies of the day to do your own stuff, or you are the bottleneck with your team, I want to get into a few reasons why this could happen. Now, there are three overarching ones. These are the ones that are most common. So when I get on a call with people, typically I'm doing a deep dive in your business. I want to know what's going on. And I really like to get in the weeds and do a proper assessment because first our job is to take stock and see where are we sitting right now before we can talk about forward momentum and where you want to go. And then we assess the gap in between. Okay, what is keeping you? What is holding you back? What is the reason that growth can't happen right now, right? And it's as simple as that. And then identifying the problem and then fixing it. Then we identify the next problem and fix it. It's pretty fun, to be honest, once you get into the weeds of it, when you're not just staring at the problem with no idea where to start. And I've been there too. So the three most common reasons why you might be the bottleneck right now are first, lack of systems, infrastructure, and or the right team. Second, lack of defined role for yourself as CEO. And third, an overcomplicated business structure. So that's probably looking like you're trying to do everything and you don't have a streamlined offer suite and model in terms of how you're actually selling, marketing, fulfilling offers. So we'll get into each of these, all right? Before I do that, I just wanna say, having connected and worked with so many copywriters, I have noticed that there's a common thread that binds many of us. And it's honestly... The feeling of being trapped in the very business that we created for freedom. And I know when you're in it, it can be hard to see what is going on. Or even if you can see it, even harder to figure out where to start to make a change. But I can tell you from experience, helping so many copywriters create a better working schedule, more rewarding business, and something that they feel really serves them versus them serving it that your perfect business is 100% not just possible, 
but probable when you put certain things in motion. Now, first, I'm doing a free training for copywriters on exactly how to add multi-six figures to your revenue this year. In it, you will learn the reason why most copywriters don't hit the 30K monthly milestone, the four keys to getting your scalable offer on track right now, and how to build a lifestyle that you love in just six months. I'm going to show you exactly how Dale and I did this and what allowed us to schedule in six-figure months throughout the year without burning ourselves out on endless one-on-one copy projects. Now, I'm going to be real with you. This is super low-key classroom-style teaching because, you know, Dale and I are both past educators and this is super informal. So there's no landing page. There's just a private event link on my Google Calendar. So if you want me to send that to you so you can learn exactly how to get unstuck in your business this year and grow your revenue and time freedom, then DM me the word training on Instagram and I will personally send you the invite link. Now, let's get into these three areas in more detail. As we go through them, start thinking about your own business and where you're feeling the most resistance is contributing to you being stuck as a bottleneck, and perhaps that friction is holding you back from the growth that you're actually after. So let's start with the first major hurdle, lack of infrastructure. Look, when you're the primary person handling everything from client acquisition to delivering final copy, it's easy to become the bottleneck. In fact, it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly difficult to not be the bottleneck. So the solution, first and foremost, it's systems. Systems are your silent partners in scaling. They work when you're not working, ensuring consistency and efficiency. And part of having systems is having the right people or tools in place to support them. Now, I am a huge fan of running a lean small team to ensure that your job doesn't just turn into managing people. So if you're wanting to scale, you need to learn how to delegate tasks and automate as much as possible. And this is about having the right team in place. The key here is in delegation. You need a team that complements your skills, allows you to focus on what you do best. And remember, a strong team shares the load and a shared load is gonna lighten the burden on you. So right now, if you have a team, yet you're still the bottleneck, It's time to audit your existing business and roles and find the weak points in your structure. Real talk, earlier this year, I went through an entire team overhaul. There were a lot of things that I thought that I needed support with, or there were a lot of facets of roles that I thought that I needed, or there were a lot of roles that I thought that the business needed for us to be able to move forward. And what I learned in restructuring was that the roles that I thought I needed Many of them I actually did not, and others we could restructure or combine roles to actually be more effective for us. And now running a lean team is the goal for me. I do not want to be a manager of a bazillion people, and I don't want to have such a large company that I'm then not even in touch with who's working, right? And somebody else is managing everyone. Now, there's nothing wrong with either of those outcomes if that is what you want to create, but for me, and I'm going to get to this in our next episode for the lifestyle I wanted to create. It just did not sync up. So I did an overhaul and this is hard to do, right? It's hard to change the way things are working. It's hard, especially when you have connections with people and you want to be able to continue to just live in the same place together that you've been as a family. But at the end of the day, if you're the bottleneck and if things are not working, there are a few ways that you can fix this, right? It might be retraining or rehiring or restructuring, but 
if you've tried some, if you've tried retraining and rehiring, which I had done both of those things, then it might be time to look at, okay, well, maybe we need to restructure how we're actually working. And as I went through this process, I started feeling more and more and more relieved, relieved in so many different ways. But one of them being the responsibility on me. Another one being now I had a new team and newly defined roles with the systems that we originally talked about. And we continue always to go back and iterate on those and getting those working together. And we're never done. There's still things that we're working on now. Like we are not perfect, right? But having made some serious changes helped not only in my role, but in the business growth itself and how we could continue to move forward. And it really took me out of being the bottleneck where I honestly hadn't even realized I was. And it was taking up time that I didn't even realize I was losing. So some of this is going to be conscious. Some of this is going to be stuff that you're realizing that you're doing that you don't think that you should be doing. And then there's going to be a whole load of extra shit that you realize, hindsight, that was actually taking away from your role, your opportunity to continue to grow the business and serve your clients. You might need systems. I can guarantee, actually, everybody listening to this, myself included, we always need to be continuing to iterate on our systems, redefine them, recreate them, and just improve upon what we have. So systems are key. Then we're going to need support and delegation. And that, that might honestly mean delegating to AI, right? That's another thing that we did is we started looking at how we could use AI and really help streamline our processes and the way our team was working. So when you get these things in order, man, you can really start to create a lot more progress for yourself because you all of a sudden have flexibility in your day. You all of a sudden have time in your day and you don't just have that nagging feeling in the back of your mind that somebody or something needs you right now. Okay, moving on to our second point, defining your role as the CEO. Many copywriters are excellent at their craft. I have seen it. I've seen so many of your guys' copy, especially I know so many clients listen to this podcast. I have seen your work. You guys are rock stars, but struggle to step into the role of CEO itself. So being a CEO, this isn't just about overseeing projects, but this is about visionary thinking. This is about how you're strategizing and how you are steering your ship towards growth. To be a true CEO, to step into this role effectively, you need to detach your identity from just being a copywriter. Now you need to be a business owner and a leader. This means you might need to make tough decisions. This means you're going to be thinking about prioritizing and sometimes maybe letting go of the nitty gritty details to focus on the bigger picture. And when you can do this, when you can truly step into CEO role, you're going to be a version of yourself that does not tolerate inefficiencies in the same way maybe you did in the past because you see the bigger picture and you just don't have time for these menial little things. Let's just identify it, solve the problem and move on, right? So you have this bigger vision in mind that you are steering the ship towards. Now, one of the activities that our leadership coach inside of Freedom Found Collective, that's my mastermind for copywriters, our leadership coach, Mariella, she had our members do this before, and it was so enlightening, not just to them, but even to myself, because I think at every stage, you should continue to come back to this. And so I'm going to share it with you now. And this activity was about writing out your job description 
Not your job description now, but your job description a year from now. Imagine you're writing the role. What does it look like? What's the definition of the role? How do you want to be working? How do you want to not be working? What do you actually want to be responsible for? And what are you not responsible for? What are your hours? And what does it feel like to be in your role? How do you feel as a CEO in 12 months from now, looking at your business a year down the road? What do you want your business to be? How do you want it to look? And how do you want to feel as the CEO of that business? Now, I tricked you a little bit, or I should say Mariella did, because instead of waiting a year to pass, we're going to look at how we can actually start that transition now, because it doesn't usually happen all at once, right? We don't just one day wake up and we're like, woohoo, we are our next level self. It happens as a process, right? And oftentimes, almost always, there are things within our control that we can change right now before we feel ready that actually make us ready for it. Let me just say that again. Oftentimes there are things that we could change right now before we feel ready that are actually going to make us ready for it, to make us ready for that next level version of ourselves. Because my friends, ready is a lie. That is all I have learned in my adult life. Ready is a lie. The only thing often stopping yourself from being your next level self is inner work is what we believe we deserve or what we believe we are ready for. But if we step into our true self, our true north, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, you will soon realize that nothing prepares you to be fully ready. Nothing. Because to be that, to be fully ready, means that you have the experience of a person in that position. But to get that experience, you have to put yourself out there and you have to do it and you have to do it for the first time, right? So it's a funny catch-22, but we like to tell ourselves we're not ready, we're not ready, we're preparing, we're preparing, but oh my goodness, how many times I waited on things and I should have just fucking gone for it. I should have just gone for it. And there are many times when I did, and a lot of the choices that I made that got me here today are because I went forward when I wasn't ready, but there are still so many others that you don't know about that you would not have seen because I was playing small, because... I was waiting, waiting on myself, waiting on the world, waiting on some external feeling of validation before moving forward with that. But it is funny, like reflecting on this with you, it is so funny because nobody could give me permission but me. Nobody and nobody can give you permission but you. It is so much internal work and it doesn't mean you feel confident when you do it. I want to reiterate that. Ready is a lie, which means oftentimes you're doing things so outside of your comfort zone. And that is the exact thing that builds the experience and the confidence that you need to then be that version of you, that confident version in that next phase. So the journey, the uncomfortable part of the journey and putting yourself out there before you feel ready is actually what makes you ready. So my homework to you is to do this exercise. I want you to write your job description for a year from now. Pretend you do not know the assignment. Write it for a year from now, honestly, what you want it to be. Then challenge yourself to see what can you start to change right now to take this on board earlier? Why are we waiting a year if there are things that you could do right now? 
And this thing that you're going to change, this might be an issue on its own. Maybe it's a problem that you're going to solve. Or maybe it's not something you need to solve, but just a behavior you need to change or a new habit you need to make, like putting yourself out there in a new way. Now, this is often the diagnosis that's hard to see at first. But when you see it, right, when you identify the change that you need to make that you could take on board now to become that next version, you can't unsee it. When you start to identify, wait, well, I actually could start pitching myself to those podcasts, or I actually could put that high ticket offer on my services, or I actually could try to land my first consulting client, or actually could launch my first coaching program. Hmm. When you start to realize that you actually could do those things earlier than you thought, then you gave yourself permission to. It's honestly like one of those illusion images where you see the young woman's face, and then you see the old woman's face that's like created out of her hair, And you can't switch back to seeing the previous one, but it's really just one image. If you know, you know. It's something that's going to stay with you once you uncover that and you realize that the only thing that's stopping you is you. This is what I am constantly relearning, relearning, relearning myself. That it's usually just me. And I need the journey because the journey is what makes me into the person that can handle whatever happens in the next phase. I don't want to just zip right up to the next phase because I'm going to be the same me without the experience, without the skills and the preparedness to actually handle what comes in that position. So I need the journey, which means I have to step out before I'm ready and I have to do the damn thing. So I'm going to cover this in a lot more detail in our training that's happening soon. But essentially, if you are trying to do everything, if you're still in one to one projects and running from one to the next to the next, and you don't quite know how to build in more revenue without writing more and you feel like there's a calling for you to do something more, to create something more, or if you already have other revenue streams, but you don't have the ability to truly focus on growing them at the same time as the other offers that you have, I get it. I spent years in that struggle, and I can tell you that is no place to live, not able to fully let either side of your business take off the way that it should. Here's the thing. In an attempt to offer everything to everyone, many of us fall into the trap of complicating our business models. The truth? You have to simplify to scale. When my life and business partner Dale and I figured that out, the clarity we had and the growth we unlocked is something I will never forget. First, we want to identify your core strengths and offers and double down on them. Now, streamlining these doesn't mean you're offering less value. In fact, it often means you're now able to offer more value and more efficiency. It's about refining your processes, honing in on your target market, and delivering exceptional results in your area of expertise. It also allows you to have a simplified growth path that makes your days and weeks far more fun because you don't have a million demands on you. One of my favorite things to do is get on -on one-on-one calls with our mastermind copywriters and map out their scalable business model and offer and see the relief that they have when they realize they don't actually have to do everything at once that they'd been trying to do that wasn't actually really working anyway. What I usually end up doing is help them create an easy-to-follow lead generation plan, and I was actually just in our group before I hopped on here, and I woke up to several messages from different women saying that they deployed the new messaging and marketing strategies that we'd worked on and are filling their calendars up with dream clients, which is opening up so much more free time for them to work on their scalable offer. So look, I'm not saying that everything that we're doing is easy. It is not. 
In fact, that's why we're pretty selective about who we let in our small group cohorts, because we are quick to ideate and implement, remember? Because that's the only way that you see real change. Otherwise, you sit on ideas and what ifs for far too long. So if you know that you're the bottleneck, if you've been feeling it for far too long and it's keeping you stuck and you're ready to create a copywriting business that is truly scalable, then DM me the word training and I will send you the private event link for our free copywriter training teaching you how to triple your copywriting revenue this year without more writing. It is free and full of knowledge bites that you can take away and implement in your own business for growth. So there you have it. Remember, your business should serve your life, not the other way around. And hey, if you're struggling to step out of the bottleneck in your business and you need guidance, my DMs are always open. Send me a message. Ask me a question. I'm happy to help. And if you DM me training, I'll send you that private invite link and get that over to you so you can attend in the next couple of weeks. Catch you on the next one. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.